It's a Steal with a Small Podcast. It's Wednesday, July 12, 2017. Good morning, Lauren Clark. Good morning, Sue Farrell. Nice clap, nice clap. How are you? Oh, you can hear that. Yes, I'm well, well, well. And uh, if, if you've woken up a bit sore this morning after your big session in old media last night, or about yesterday morning, or it was. Why would I be sore? Oh, you get a bit I'm rusty when you're hung over from it. Yeah, yeah. It's like when Football training after the summer break, and you find uh, there are muscles you didn't have. Oh don't you? yes, you didn't oh, know you yeah. still had you them, didn't did you? Know you had them. So did your jaw muscles hurt or? Uh, no, no, no. I was on ABC Radio yesterday, Ooh, and flash. I was talking to a nice bunch of people who I mentioned yesterday: Alan mm-hmm. Bro and Sean Tan and Adam Elliott. Yep. And that was just very fun. And I often think, because the, com- the, 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 the hour of radio is called the conversation hour, and uh, the idea is that one of you goes in there and you have a chat and then another person turns up and then another person turns up and then another person turns up. Yeah, free for all. Oh, no, usually it's two. But yesterday it was like, yeah, it was like um, everybody turned up at once. And, but I often think that the conversation hour would be... It is like, it's sort of structured a little bit like a dinner party in that you're chatting to the person next to you and then somebody else arrives and they sit next to you and then you both of you incorporate that person then another person comes along. and like, But you sort of, because it's at 11 o'clock in the morning and it's about certain topic, mm. you know, usually trying to get to like, what, what is your book about, Alan Bro, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a, there's a slightly... Um, you know, like a slightly performative element to it, but but often I wonder if this were eleven o'clock at night and there were no <laughs> um, recording, it was not being recorded, and there was a glass of wine and mm. something. You know, like it'd be actually quite uh, a lovely. It'd be a different chat, but it'd be a lovely chat still. Anyway, it felt like that. Could it be something um, for a, a uh, part of the stupidly big media empire? Uh, oh. You know, the eleven, the, the after hours, the eleventh hour, hour, the eleventh hour. Uh, which is uh, the ah uh, the eleventh hour, Farrell. <laughs> just that is a great. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. And you we, had another good idea yesterday that you texted that me. Am I allowed to tell one? everybody what that was? Yeah. Yes. No, I think we should do we'll that. Keep that under our hats. Okay. Or is that the right, Twitter one? Do, it's the same thing. Yes. Well, stupid. The yeah. stupidly big media empire. May I know. We have so many ideas. Its, name. <laughs> it, it's the ideas factory at the moment. It's the ideas factory. Um, that could be we, our slogan. Stupid yeah, big oh, media, yeah. the ideas factory. The ideas factory. <laughs> That's right. And all we do is like generate and circulate ideas. It doesn't oh. actually. It doesn't actually need to become anything. <laughs> generate and circulate <laughs> sounds like one of those seventies dances that have been long, long forgotten. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I got a message. No, I. I have been meaning to catch up with a bunch of people. I'm the worst friend in the world, and I accept all of Common your. Common theme. Yeah, I know. I accept all of your telling me that I'm a terrible friend because I am. Well, you're an arm's length. I've never said you're a terrible friend. Ah, uh, yeah. Everybody's. Uh, I'm. Well, I've got been in arm's length and people left, right, and centre because I got lots of deadlines mm. and people keep saying, "Oh, you know that thing? Could you just do another one of those in like three days' time?" Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's like so you, you can tell us what it's like to be busy. By the way, I'm just stopping that one in. No, this is the thing. I was busy in the first place, but now I've got. Extra busyness, <clears throat> and I keep saying yes because there are certain reasons I don't need to say yes to a couple of these things. Mm. So my social life just like it always gets this squeezed out, like it's somebody trod on a toothpaste thing and just oh. it's gone everywhere. Anyway, it's terrible. Um, 
But there was my my very a very good friend of mine uh, rang, uh, rang me, texted me. Oh my god, I need to ring her back. See, I haven't even rang her back. Anyway, whatever. We she, we've been in touch this week because we were supposed to hang out. And I was about to say, oh, deadlines are the worst. And then she said, it's cool. I'm actually staying in the city. Oh. Right? In the inner city. Like in the actual CBD. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? Because she's got two kids. And yeah. like, I said, what, why are you staying in the, in the city? And she said, oh, because um, I just, I went on holiday. Because she, she posted a photo on holiday of her like in like that impossibly like aqua water, you know, that clear, beautiful, just like having... Fake water. A, it was either fake water or I can't actually remember if it was a pool or, a, or the sea now that I am coming there to... There is a I big don't know difference. If you, I don't know if you could tell just the way the, the Instagram was done. But anyway, and just looking like for all the world, I just, you know, the, she was the jealous maker that in your Instagram feed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, yeah, no, I'm just back from my holiday and just... Just a, just came back and there's a bit of a leak in my house. And so I was like, oh. hang on, what do, you, what do you mean there was a bit of a leak in your house and you've had to move into the CBD? So it turns out, and apparently this happens, like a lot of people have been commenting on her social media thing that I subsequently looked at because it's got horrifying photos. This apparently happens a lot, that people's water pipes, which are in the roof, break. Mm-hmm. Why is that a thing? Why are your water pipes shouldn't be in the room? Well, like, I don't know. Ima- no, but imagine like they go the cold the floor water. Or the wall or something. I don't know. Welcome to anyway. winter. Anyway. Huh? Welcome to winter. Well, what is that supposed to mean? Well, what happens is in the colder sort of cities like London or New York, uh, oh. you know, the pipes freeze. And split. Oh, oh. And we've had, and we've had quite a, a bit of a, a chill over the last seven to ten days. Yeah, right. Uh, not in the well, last couple of days. It's why, been wonderful. Don't know why that's happened. Whether that's exactly what's happened, but she had a water pipe burst and it was running mm. uh, above the back part of her house for at least uh, twenty four, um, possibly forty eight. Can, can I just say before the um, the traders yes. get on my back here, it, it probably wasn't the frost because I think that's to do with freezing water within the pipes right. and then expanding. And then <laughs> I, I'm not sure we've quite gotten to you know east east coast New York style winters yet. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I do remember. This is just a, a really kind of um, inadvisable aside because I'm, oh. I don't actually know what I'm talking inadvisable about. Inadvisable aside, that's like having an extra <laughs> serve of chips. <laughs> yes. Oh. Um, and I, I remember when I did a bit of work for the for Monash University's website that they were re- – Yeah, they well, it ended up not happening, remember. We did all this writing for them and didn't, they didn't end up doing it. Did anyway, you get paid? For other reasons, yes. Um, but I know – but uh, one of the things that I had to do was learn a bit about various areas and one of them was uh, engineering and it's just oh. an area about which I know sweet Fanny Adams. Like mm. I have no idea. And so I made people explain things to me. I used to turn up to like university departments and go, so tell me like what is this? Mm. And there's a project that Monash University does. I don't know. I think it's called the Major Pipes Project or something and Monash University does it. And it's about the fact that all of the pipes in the world, are like in particularly in um, what's it called, uh, like developing countries mm-hmm. that they that go under under the sea and stuff, like you know, hold like really major international infrastructure together. Um, they were built like 
you know, decades ago with like hope this works in a few decades, kind of like the best, of, but to the best of their abilities. Right. And it's like how do we um, like update and keep these pipes from exploding right. and stuff? And apparently the – yeah, like here we go. Critical Pipes, it's called. Critical Pipes? That sounds like yeah. a drug movie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Well, there you go. Critical Pipes Project. Anyway, it's a it's – a, um, it, it really made me – you know when you learn about some, somebody's whole thing that you know nothing about and then you realise like what a massive impact that's quietly having in the world? Yes. It was one of those things. Anyway. It's like so, uh, who gives a crap? Although, yeah, you, uh, you mean the to- you mean the toilet paper people? Yeah, but but I'm also wary of um, companies too, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's well, a tough one. Whatever these, the, the, whatever happened to her roof happened, and she her whole back half of her house is going to need to be like rebuilt. You know, like most of it. <sighs> and she had just finished a renovation at the back. I mean, honestly, it just. I'm assuming insurance takes care of this. And she had um, never assumed that, by the way, ever in your entire life. Oh. But there was uh, there was a, the worst bit is the photograph of the photo albums that are just sodden and ruined, and they're like oh. ancient photo albums. Oh, okay, so anyway. not backed up, not um, no, scanned. No, not scanned. No, and she's the sort of person who would usually scan things. So she's I am pro sure scanning. She's Oh, she's she's like she's what she's the person who in my life like the earliest mm. started doing things like, um, oh, it's winter's over. I will rotate my all the things in my cupboard and put the other ones in a flat pack and like you know just mm. like, stupidly organized. Like, oh my god, oh my god, ridiculous. Is that a terrible and term? It is a terrible. It's a term. terrible term, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, maybe we maybe we we're gonna do let's away outlaw anal. Yeah, anal's not allowed. Or <laughs> Right. <laughs> so the term uh, to be anally retentive yes. is not allowed to be <laughs> referred to in this podcast. Good God, let's move on. Anyway, so, but how is this? I talked to her and she's like the calmest, like she's she's not stupidly calm, but she's like just getting on with well, stuff. You know, she's got calm. a move house. She's got a... Probably gonna have to move back with her parents. Mm. She hasn't sorted out the insurance mm. yet, but she says they're being very nice and should be cool. And yeah, you know what it is for sure. What? She's hit the critical pipes. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's in my phone today? Now, listen. I have to be quick with these. Okay. Two. Yes. Um, because we've got to get on with our universes today. But um, look, this struck me as something that you should read. It is called Why Small Talk is So Excruciating. Are you sure I didn't write it? Look at at the author's name. Um, No, David, you didn't. David Roberts. It's my pen Uh, name. Right, sorry. I see. Mm. Well, it's it's interesting because he says that he doesn't – that, that small talk is like completely inescapable. <laughs> Research shows um, that uh, more frequent uh, small talk, even among those who identify as introverts who don't like small mm-hmm. talk, actually makes people happier. Oh. Like it is actually something that we need to do. Small and talk. It kind of we picks need us to up. do it. Yeah, right. yep, yeah, we do. Okay. 
and it's a sort of sociological instinct. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> uh, and it's so it's it, there are lots of different like this. It actually goes through a few different critiques of it, including he's read like articles about it and like a feminist critique and like a. I obviously didn't write um, it. Yeah, <laughs> there's right. the giveaway. So you can just you just have to pick it apart a little bit, and you'll always find the weak link in my lies. <laughs> it's true, um, but it's it's interesting because mm. there's uh, it talks about uh, the way we the way we kind of seek companionship and avoid silence by. Um, reaching out to each other, and we kind of can't even really help it if we're. What if you embrace silence and, and avoid companionship? But I don't know. Like, if it was just you and somebody else in a room, and and researchers said, "There you go, we're going to lock the door for twenty minutes." Yeah, it's called being in a taxi. Yeah, like, but been then plenty in, of silent rides. But then at least you, there's a purpose to it. There's no purpose to this. It's just all you, right. Waiting room. Yeah, but there's a. You, you all know the purpose. You all know you're not supposed to talk to each other. If it's like, there you go, not chair. Supposed. There's a chair opposite each other. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go now. I'll be back in twenty minutes. Police I, interrogation. <laughs> I've yeah. sat there and stared at a police officer for twenty minutes. And that's how you work. <laughs> Tell me about that time again. Oh, the karate <laughs> chop in the back of the car. I'm not even going there. That was the biggest stitch up in history. That was a stitch up. That was a <sighs> massive stitch up. Um. But I, Proud uh, moment. I, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, anyway, that's another story. Um, but so there's that article. But the other mm. article that I have sent to you in, yeah. um, like a personal capacitoire because it made me realise, it made me think of you instantly. Are you going double header? I'm going double header because okay. this one is fascinating. Now, I must admit that I haven't finished it. Why is it trying to get me to get into the freaking? I don't want to go to the. Who are you app. talking to? It's telling me. Yeah, I keep clicking on. Yes, hello. <laughs> Sorry, I keep clicking on it mm-hmm. on the article, and it keeps going to the app. I don't want the app. Anyway, the article is called. It's in the Guardian, obviously, yep. and it's called "Everybody Lies: How Google Search Reveals Your Darkest Secrets." Oh boy! And it's actually better. Um, it's better. It, it, it's actually a much more interesting article than it sounds like. Google searches it's are a, great, though. I mean, they turn up. I mean, that photo I, I actually sent around a few people with the person dressed up as a doctor playing the saxophone. I, to me, that is one of the most hilarious uh, photos. I think you better post that. Um, I just to our it. I think media I, today. look. I googled the word "sexy doctor" for a reason. <laughs> Okay. You did. And, you did. And then and the doctor came and there was a doctor me. came up in lingerie Honestly. playing the saxophone. I mean <laughs> thank you, Google Images. Well what this guy does mm. is he says this researcher says, you know what? Um surveys lie. Everybody in surveys lie. Like there is mm. proof that people in surveys lie. They say even if that it's anonymous and they think that nobody's going to if you ask us do a survey mm-hmm. of like how much money do you give to charity or how much, you know, or like how generous are you yeah. or how tall are you or how good are you at, you know, being – I'm trying to think of like something that you'd like about. Right. How, 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 generous, how tall are you? Uh, yeah, or, no, I wanted to get a bit more like hot and steamy and then I realised we're in a G-Red well, podcast. Yeah, anyway, stop but, it. So 
all of those questions and what people do is they exaggerate and they it's been proven so that they'll they'll do they'll the researchers will get them to do something in one room and then they will talk about what they just mm-hmm. did which the researchers have proof of and they'll exaggerate it like we cannot help ourselves we have to define ourselves in this really clear way which is actually False. a lie mm. right um and he says so what and he talks particularly about the the issue of like how to find out how much of the population is gay when we live in a homophobic society and where it's actually about kind of self-identity anyway, like what do you identify mm. as? And so they, he does the – and actually there's, there are search – um, if you, if you search – yeah, listen, if you search, I'm not even looking at it right now. I'm just telling you what I've read, the bit mm-hmm. I've read, the okay, half of it that I've read. Page. I think I've read yes. more than that. Listen, stop. Is that you, is that w- women have typed in the following search, okay. is my husband, or how to find out if my husband yep. is, and the word gay comes up 10% more often than the word yep. cheating. Um, and and he says you can actually get from this kind of what what's called big data, you can get a sense of stuff like in surveys, it becomes clear that in America, for instance, in uh, the really conservative states like, you know, Mississippi and like all the, all the kind of really churchy um, and kind of conservative uh, mm-hmm. states, there is, there is a difference in, like there are more fewer people who identify right. as gay, right? And so, what happens when you when you compare that to um, the the Google searches? It's absolutely fascinating, Stu. I'm not doing it justice, but it's really good. You're really not. I'm really, I'm trying so hard. It's fascinating. You have to read. I bet it. you post the link so we can all try and understand together. <laughs> really, I wasn't that bad. All I know is, uh, is that people lie about their height and uh, it's my husband gay. So, um, I, I mean, it's a starting point. It's, it's good. Now, Lauren Clark, we have to get out of here because uh, I'm, you, may know, you may hear it in my voice. I'm a little excited. I'm heading to Circus Oz tonight. There are good friends, Circus Oz. You were there on the weekend. So Ding them out. We we did have a bit of uh, uh, what's the word correspondence from them <laughs> re Monday's podcast well, you uh, and little... hello to everyone down at Circus Oz. Yeah. We of course we didn't we we yes. Laura yes. and I did not mean that people should go in there and throw pierogies at the performers. <laughs> that that was just us performing. We are doing our own pod circus we are very, here. We're, we're, we're performers. I don't know if you know that, but this is like artistry every oh, day. Oh, it, 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 it is. We go to school for this performance. And it's so, well, we learned it somewhere. Uh, and i tell you yeah, what. Yeah. To our dear friends down there at Birrarungma, if you're in Melbourne, yes. you've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It ends on Sunday. If you want to go and get some fantastic circus in here that does not Include monkeys uh, and camels, as I found out as well. And you know, uh, the other thing is that you've had you've got people responding on Facebook to the fact that um, people make mistakes sometimes, and then they cover it up and uh, not cover it up, and then they then they just pick up and keep going. Yeah. And and now there are people like, oh, I don't want to go along and see. <laughs> People <laughs> making mistakes. I don't want to watch people learning. And you've really done, you've not done it nearly enough, Justice. Circus I have Oz so. is a, like just a beautiful 100% <laughs> 
<laughs> um, engaging it's like marriage performance. No, it's an don't, institution. Don't, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Uh, and just, I believe. Be- say don't don't subject it to one of your. If you it is a school holidays. No, I'm not going. If you're at school holidays, uh, from today, I think tomorrow there's there's uh, matinees. There's going to be a whole heap of stuff going on. There's the parodies in between, and uh, oh, the parodies in between are the best. And uh, I am going to buy a bucket load of parodies and perhaps a cask of wine. Sit there and watch the people that can't eat parodies and drink wines because they are so fit and athletically superior to me. But it doesn't matter. It's all in the name of Thanks to our friends down at Circus Oz at circusoz.com.au for tickets. Lauren Clark? Yes. If uh, any other circus performers would like to get in contact with us, mm. how indeed would they find us? They can find us, Stu, at stupidlybig or stupidlybig.com, stupidlybig on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can go and find us in iTunes where you can give us a six-star rating and a review where you say lovely things and also introduce yourself and how you found out about the podcast. Stu Farrell. I will, I hope, see you tomorrow at some stage. Well, unless I've been wrestled by a strong woman, I should be okay. <laughs> really? I don't know which, which side of that I'm I don't know either. I'm saying, I think that's what they call a win-win situation in the circus. Totally. Mm. That's it. All right, Stu. Uh, have, a, have fun at the circus. Don't run away with it.